Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text today comes from the Gospel lesson just read, especially these words from our Lord. Watch, therefore. Thus far, our text. Dear friends in Christ, what does the future hold? What will tomorrow bring? How are we to prepare for whatever is in store for us? We hear all sorts of predictions about that topic, about what is soon to happen or going to happen. I heard quite a few of those this last Friday afternoon. Did you? Just watch and wait. Next year, the Nebraska football team will compete for the Big Ten Championship. They'll be the best football team in the whole conference. They'll win all their games. How many times have you heard those words in the last month? For the last year? really in the last decade. We have such a great eagerness and high expectations that those words will come true, that Nebraska will be the best football team. Perhaps we even prepare now and buy today our tickets for next year's Big Ten championship game, for next year's Big football bowl. But do you know for sure? Can you be certain? Who's going to be the president after the next election? For the whole year beforehand, starting not long from now, you'll probably hear predictions from pollsters, from news media folks. Perhaps you'll even prepare for that next president by campaigning for your team, by voting, maybe by moving to another country. But do you really know who's going to win? Have all the votes been cast? Have all the votes been counted? What will tomorrow hold? How about with the stock market? You see it on the, the news. Watch and see. After this correction, stocks will go up. And the other channel you watch, and they say, watch, after this correction, stocks will continue to tank. What's the truth? Should we invest more money? Should we pull our money out of the stock market? What does tomorrow hold? Are you sure? Are you certain? 
What about the weather? Will it snow more or will it warm up and the snow melt? Will we have a warm January or a cold January? How much snow will there be total this winter? When will it start to rain? Will we have enough for crops or not? Can you be sure and certain? What does tomorrow hold? What will the future bring? You want to know the truth? Nobody knows. Stocks could go up, stocks could go down. Nebraska could win, Nebraska could lose. There could be wars, there could be peace. It might snow, it might not. Your political party might win, it might lose. No one knows. Because no one can see into the future. The things that are yet to happen are all uncertain. It's only the things that are in the past that we can be sure of. And more and more with our own society, the things that happened in the past, we change, we seem to be less certain of as well. What will happen? I don't know, except for one thing. There is one sure, certain, take it to the bank promise of what will happen in the future. And that's this. Christ is coming back. Christ will return. There is no doubt about it. He'll descend from heaven with the cry of command, with the trumpet of God, with angels and archangels. He'll descend with a cloud of glory from heaven, with power and dominion completely in his care. Every eye will see his return. Every knee will bow. Those who are alive and those who have passed away and will then be raised will bow before Jesus. The faithful, the wise will receive eternal life from Jesus. The faithless, the foolish, will receive everlasting condemnation. That's the one certainty that we have. Christ is coming soon, very soon. Do not doubt. But what is not certain is when that will happen. I can't tell you dates or times, and no one, in fact, can. Christ could return before this sermon is over. He could return in the centuries that are yet to come. Nobody knows the day or the hour. All we know is that it will happen. As surely as the sun rises or the wind blows, it will happen. And that's why Christ gives us the warning 
in this morning's gospel lesson. Watch. That's why St. Paul writes our epistle lesson. Stay awake. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. If you knew for 100% that something was going to happen, what would you do? You'd prepare. If you knew that a penny stock was soon to become the next Amazon and go up by 2,000% in the next year, what would you do tomorrow morning? You'd buy that stock so that you could reap the reward later. If you knew for 100% sure that next week we would have a blizzard with three feet of snow and that the city of Lincoln would be shut down for a week, what would you do today? You'd stop at the store on the way home, buy food, maybe even buy a generator or a portable heater. If you knew that in one month your father would pass away, what would you do today? You'd go visit him. You'd talk to him. You'd hold his hand. You'd spend time with him. If you know for 100% sure that your in-laws are coming for Christmas, what would you do? You'd clean the house. You'd prepare the food. You'd book the vacation to somewhere else. I don't know. But you would be ready. Christ is returning. He's coming back 100%. What are you doing in preparation? Are you ready? Have you prepared? Or are you apathetic? Disinterested in his arrival? Have you zoned out in regards to your faith? Are you doubtful that it's even true? After all, it's been almost 2,000 years, and he's not here yet. Days keep on going by, turning into years and centuries. The truth is, many people today act like Jesus is not coming back. They don't get prepared. They skip church because after all, we'll have time for that later. We have more important things to do. They don't read the Bible because after all, those television shows aren't gonna watch themselves. And we need to know who the next survivor winner is. We don't go to Bible study because they make the coffee too strong or they cut the donuts in half 
We don't like the flavors that they have. We don't prepare. We make excuses. But Christ is returning. 100% certain. Will your excuse work when he raises your body from the grave? Will your excuse work when he returns and looks you in the eye? Do you think you'll have time to clean up your act then? You won't. He's told you before. He's coming. Soon. Very soon. He's begged you to watch and to wait, to stay awake for his return. You have one chance to stay awake. And so he says in our gospel lesson, watch, therefore. He drives home this point in today's parable. He speaks of ten virgins who are the wedding party awaiting the arrival of the groom. The groom got delayed. They don't know when he's coming. But whenever he arrives, the wedding will happen. The party will begin. It's just a matter of time. The groom is coming 100% certain. They just have to wait. This wedding party stays ready all the time. They have to be prepared for the feast. Five of these virgins are wise, knowing that true wisdom begins with the word of God. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. These five virgins are wise and faithful in their watching. They are prepared because they hear God's word and keep it. There are five other virgins as well who are faithless, unwise. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. And the second five make that same confession. They all are awaiting the end, the arrival of the groom. But when the call comes, when the trumpets sound, when the groom draws near, five wise virgins are ready and five faithless virgins are running around trying to get things in order, trying to make things well that they didn't prepare in the past. But it's too late. The wedding is here. The party has started. And when the five foolish virgins show up and knock on the door, they're not welcomed in. The seats are all filled. The wedding is over. Watch, therefore, Jesus says. 
He says it to you. Dear Christians, watch, look, stay awake for the Lord's return. Don't let your love of the world lull you to sleep. Don't make excuses. But instead, remember this, which is written in every page of God's word, that God loves you. You belong to God. He bought you with a price. And the price was the holy, innocent suffering, the bloody death of Jesus Christ, the very Son of God. God loves you so much that he was willing to kill Jesus so that you might live. He's willing to suffer hell and sin and weakness all for you. Every last sin of yours was forgiven by the blood of Jesus. Every last sin of yours was taken away to the cross by Christ our Lord. All of your guilt was laid on him. All of your shame belongs to him, and he killed it. He died even for your sin of not staying awake and waiting his impending return. His wounds heal your guilt. And he keeps on calling to you. Wake up. Watch. I'm coming soon. He sends his Holy Spirit into this world to call, gather, and enlighten the whole church on earth. To claim you in the waters of holy baptism as God's precious child. To feed you from this altar with the very body and blood of Jesus. To strengthen your faith. To face the apathy of this world. He calls to you through the words of pastors and vicars who preach God's word saying, wake up sleepyhead, pay attention to the sermon, turn off the TV and read your Bible, come to Bible study, be in the word of God and love the word of God. And Jesus makes this promise to you, surely I am coming soon bringing my recompense with me. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And blessed are you who wash your robes in the blood of the Lamb. Blessed are you who have the right to eat from the tree of life. Blessed are you who enter into heaven by the gate. The sleepers, they're outside. But your spot is prepared and reserved for you forever.
Christ never stops calling to you. Calling in your slumber, wake up, watch, stay awake. Come, enter the place prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Watch, therefore, for I am surely coming soon. Coming to take you to be where he is. So we say, Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Come quickly. That's what your tomorrow holds. Peace, joy, everlasting life. I cannot tell you if Nebraska football team will ever win another game, and frankly, it doesn't matter. I cannot tell you what the stock market will do, when it will snow, who the next president will be. I can't tell you when or how your loved ones will leave this earth, or even when you will. In the big picture, these things matter very little. But what I can tell you is this. Jesus is coming back. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow, maybe a thousand years from now, but he's coming back soon, very soon. Every day increases the likelihood of his return. Watch, therefore. Don't fall asleep. Wake up. Be wise in the word and in the sacraments. Live in the forgiveness of sins won from the cross and wait the return of Jesus who will raise all of the dead and give eternal life to you and all who believe in him. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which far surpasses all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.